Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Willie Matson. And I'm your other host, Scott Garola. We're still at 50%. What do you mean? Like half-mast? No, no, no. I'm always at 100% mast. And o- ownership, ownership of the podcast. That has not changed yet. Oh, that's right. That's right. We still have a 50-50 split. The divorce is going to be very amicable. Do you remember that old photo of two people back in the 90s going through a divorce, a husband and wife, and they were splitting their beanie babies in the courtroom? Oh my God, what an embarrassment. Of riches at the time. What do you think happened to those two? I bet they're very poor right now. Because they probably are dead. They probably put all their money into beanie babies, which was a horrible decision. I know, and not their children. What? Hold on, tell me about your beanie baby addiction before we get into Reddit for the week. I don't know why, but I was super into any Beanie Baby I could find. Once I found out it was a collectible item and could potentially get you money, I was like, I got to go find them. I got to go to every Hallmark store. I got to go to every Target, wherever. I bought them all from fucking McDonald's. Do you remember? You could buy Beanie Babies from McDonald's? Wait, no, no, hold on. Really? They, they were Beanie Baby minis. Okay. You had to go get them from a Happy Meal. So I begged and pleaded with my parents every week. You know, they'd come out with a new one. I didn't know that. Do you think the Do you think Beanie Babies is what caused millennials to be furries? I think Beanie Babies furries? were probably secretly behind the 2008 stock market crash. Wow. Somebody at Goldman Sachs was really holding on to them and it was just like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. They're worth nothing. And everything tumbled down. <laughs> Jesus. What is going on in the news this week, Scott? A couple episodes back, I recommended, hey, things are bad. We should probably stay positive. Give the people something to look forward to. You remember that? Yeah. Well, it turns and out what? things are still bad this week. So I say we act like a vacuum cleaner company and we embrace the suck. Yeah, that's fair. There was what looked to be a mini nuclear bomb that went off this week in Beirut. When you saw the video, I have... Now, I'm going to go on a few tangents here. This is horrifying. Unbelievably terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Unbelievable. But I just need to walk you through what my emotions were leading up to this. It was just a normal, mundane day. I go to Reddit, and I see there was an explosion in Beirut. I click on the video, and I go to watch it. And I'm like, oh, looks like a big-ass fire at some sort of factory downtown. And then I think most of you have seen it, but the largest explosion I have ever seen. And it shocked me. Same. Absolute same reaction from me. I, I caught it on Twitter, but I immediately went to Reddit because I knew that's where the news happens. And the very top post was explosion from Beirut, Lebanon. Opened up the link and I see this giant fire raging in what appeared to be the port. And I was like, well, where, where's the explosion? Like, you're just, you, you caught it afterwards. Like, why is this worthy of the, oh my God. And then it turned into a Michael Bay movie immediately. I, I, honestly, I think a, a lot is going to come out of this once once we're past it and uh, I think the top show note please remember to do this Willie the top show note is going to be a place where you guys can donate because 
the the news day one was 10 people died and i'm looking at that like tens of what tens of thousands millions that was enormous so we'll, we'll link so that you guys can donate that's it's a great place to spend your money since we're in a place where we're not really affected by it but i i just linked you a photo scott this is the photo from our picks it says it will never be the same again i had that and same exact f- one picked for this week oh my god when you looked at the when you looked at that photo what did you think i mean it's just devastation right Do you see that building in the background? Mm -hmm. When I first saw the video, I thought that was like a hotel or something. As as it turns out, that that was the country's grain storage. And they said they lost 150,000 tons of food in that explosion. Oh, my God. So some facts that I have heard over the last week. It was an ammonium nitrite Nitrite. explosion. Nitrate. Nitrate. It's... Okay, it's different. So that that was the same chemical compound used by who's the guy who blew up the Oklahoma City bombing? Timothy Mc- His was like two. It, it was an incredibly small number, and this was two thousand times bigger than the bomb that he had. Right, right. It was just sitting in storage for some reason, and yeah, we still don't know why. At, at there this- it is. Here's the here's the number. It was two point seven tons was the bomb that that blew up in oklahoma this is 2750 tons which would explain that incredible mushroom cloud that you know is now famous everywhere what amazed me the most was that our technology and we talked about this last last week i think a little bit just like how far our technology has come there were multiple cameras from multiple angles at different points in the city that caught this explosion. Like we saw it from people in buildings a mile away. We saw it from people who were out in the port on a boat. Uh, people shooting a wedding. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy, wasn't it? Somebody was. Oh. I I don't know if it was a person holding a gimbal camera or if it was like a drone, but it had to be. It got knocked over, and you see, what an incredible shot! If you just think about it from a photography standpoint. To just be able to capture that moment in time, whereas in the past, we would have read about it maybe two days later because of uh, newspaper speed. It's, it's amazing. Oh. No, nothing would have done it justice. I mean, it's, it's still shocking to watch it now over again several days later. Just the sheer terror that it induces seeing something like that. That's like you said, you've never seen it before. How, how could you mm-hmm. even imagine it's weird to think that as movie creators start like start looking for reference imagery for certain events in their in their film, they're gonna reference this because the explosions that we've seen, I don't think replicate that. That is going to be reference for future events. Yeah, that that big white cloud that you see was the heat displacement of the air. I mean, horrific, I guess proportions. I'm I'm shocked talking about it now, you know. But you know, let's uh, the the did you see that their their prime minister offered his resignation like the whole yeah. cabinet like that's yep. how that's and, how and what I heard today Lebanon is a country where the presidency that cabinet has a lot more power than in a country like the United States as much as we think the the presidency has a lot of power they have a lot of power for their citizens 
parliament there elects the president, not the people. So with him resigning, that means more people are going to elect or the parliament gets to elect the next group. And they really think that it's going to cause a ton of civil unrest because it's one bad person out for another one in. Yeah, I mean, the devastation from this sort of event doesn't stop at, you know, the physical and emotional toll that it must be taking on the citizens of that country right now. It's, yeah, unimaginable, man. Unimaginable. I, what, what is it with us as human beings that you can see an event like this? And want to look at it over and over and over again. Maybe this is maybe this is too dark to say out loud, but if you're browsing Reddit, Scott, and the video comes up of 9/11, do you pause for a second and watch it? I always will because I think as an American, I have an emotional connection. I know exactly where I was when that happened, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it live. You know, I guess the connection really hits you as so many lives were lost that day it's it's this brings me back to this point in time and the feelings that i went through and all my friends and relatives what they were thinking and how everybody reacted and then kind of the path it put us down as a country so like when the dust finally settles figuratively you know there there will be more information coming out that we don't know about was was this an error an accident was it intentional, like some people have claimed? We don't know, and I don't want to speculate. This will have lifelong, maybe generational repercussions that we have yet to think about. Can we change gears from one sad note to another sad note? Yeah, let's play another minor chord. Keep it going. Sorry, we're just keeping on, on that minor tone this we're playing week. playing the blues so, today. We're talking about generations. Well, let's talk about the generation of kids that are going to school. Did you see the thing that Georgia did today or this week? Uh, I caught the picture, yes, but I want you to tell me all about it. So this person had a post on our picks that said, first day of school in a Georgia town, one of the biggest virus hot zones in the world. And you would think that if it was a first day of school, I don't know, last year, any year besides 2020, it's a normal day in school. You can see two people wearing masks, two ch- three children wearing masks in this photo, but it is a packed to the brim hallway in a high school. A girl took this photo. She was then promptly suspended for taking the photo because the people in that school district said, we forbid you to take photos of people not wearing masks. I saw somebody's response was like, oh, when did they stop teaching uh, the freedom of speech and the freedom of expression in school? That happening. Yeah, multiple people were going to social media. Multiple kids in in this school were going to social media saying, this is what they're doing. They're not taking this serious at all. And every one of them was reprimanded for doing that. Because, you know, with kids, what you want to do is tell them not to do something and they will definitely not do it anymore. Hey, don't say to anybody the bad thing I'm doing to you, okay? Or else. These kids, they don't give a fuck. If there's one thing I appreciate about the Gen Zs growing up right now, they give zero shits about what us millennials and up 
say it. They're like, nah, we're, we're going to do it anyways. Yeah. The internet has allowed people to see everything that they've gotten away with in the past due to the lack of internet. Just doesn't fly anymore. You want to hear another fun fact about this specific school that I discovered today? And then I've got, I was listening, I've got one for you. Ooh, I was listening to the Philip DeFranco show today. And did you get filled on in? There, I got filled right in so hard, all angles, all you know, holes filled in. I've always thought you were a beautiful bastard. Jesus. This episode brought to you by the Philip DeFranco show. What's up, you beautiful bastards? Okay, I got Scott to start watching the show, and I'm not upset about it. Anyways, they they showed an article that eight students came down with COVID-19. And one educator, or one staff member, right? Because I think the total number was nine. Yep, and they don't know how many are truly affected because... None of the none of those students were ma- wearing masks, and they were in class all day. It's it's only going to get worse too. That's that's just nine people that they know of or that had symptoms and felt the need mm-hmm. to go get tested. It's only going to get worse. It, it's nuts. Why why are people not taking this serious anymore? I I don't I don't know if I can. I take it back. I've got a very good reason. My buddy sent me a text today, and it said something to the fact of. The distance between one point and another point was 2,000 miles. And the first person was arguing that they couldn't drive it in a day. And he said, I bet I could drive 2,000 miles in a day. And a person responded with, well, actually, if you went at 75 miles per hour without stopping, it would, it would take you 26 hours. You, you couldn't actually do it in a day. And they responded with, I don't know if that's accurate. Where did you get your facts? And the person responded with, it's math. Maybe you should try it sometime. And the other person responded with, I don't really believe you, so we'll have to agree to disagree. So you're saying we're morons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus, dude. I saw a post. It it was today, and I don't know where it is anymore. This has been such a a weird week that uh, it was a flat earth comment. I'm going to find it now because just the idea of flat earthers bother me. I mean, it's flat in some places, Willie. They're not... 100% 100% wrong. You're one of them. You're already going down the path, man. I'm just saying, most you parking just, lots... You just don't know. Flat. But are they... I mean, water doesn't just sit there, Scott. It goes somewhere. Swimming pools, they exist. They're flat. I'm going to beat you on this one. I'm going to make you into a flat earther. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. So, it's a, it's a photo. It says, North Dakota, and has a photo of, like, a sprawling landscape. And it says, North Dakota, so flat... You can watch your dog run away for two weeks. That's horrible. Why would you watch him run away? Why wouldn't you want to get your dog? Well, to which the top comment says, this is why most flat earthers come from the Midwest. You're one of them, Scott. Yeah, uh, my other fact about that school opening was going to was gonna be that they, speaking of the Dakotas, they, they inspired this large biker rally to, to have hundreds of thousands of people come in because they said if a school can do it, so can we. And so for the very first time, there was this biker rally and I think South Dakota, in some city. What, what is it? The big one? Oh, you don't know about this at all, do you? I don't. Oh. I don't know about this at all. <laughs> well, then the joke is now ruined because uh, I was talking about Sturgis. Have you ever heard oh. of the Sturgis motorcycle rally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, most jokes, as you know, are funny when I explain them. So I was going to say first. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> first, it was the school. Then it was the Sturgis rally. 
And then it's going to be uh, President Trump's acceptance speech in Gettysburg because he thinks it's going to be even bigger than that. Jesus. To follow up, though, on kind of what you're talking about, my contribution this week from white people Twitter is labeled Effit, and it's from a guy named Ben Rosen. His post is, March commercial, during these uncertain times, we're thinking of you and your family. Look, you might as well catch it at Burger King. Like, people (laughs) people are just giving up. I mean, I have several friends who have said, like, I pretty much expect to get it at this point, and I don't want you to stop trying anybody listening to this podcast. I want you to, for your fellow man and woman and the children, I want you to keep trying. Wear a mask. Wash your damn hands. Take a shower every every once in a while. Stay home if you don't have to. Order out. Do things that wouldn't get people sick if this pandemic didn't exist. You're a germy motherfucker. Stay away. Stay away from everyone else. I, I do have some, some thoughts about what you just said. Please, enlighten me. Whenever humanity has faced adversity in the most negative of ways, it has been resiliency that has gotten us through it. And you can, you can look back to just about every moment in history where it looked like the bad guys were going to fully win. Yeah, like, like when the when the president gave that speech on that Air Force base and said, we're going to defeat these aliens. We're going to send them packing back where they came from. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Was that real? Did that happen? Will Smith is real. He's a real person. Okay. Then it probably did. Willie, can you think of a time besides wars where we've actually stood up, though? Segregation. Desegregation. Well, I mean, you're, you're right on both accounts. Both, both worked at some point in time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got one. I got one. The women saying two girls, one cup was a bad idea. <laughs> Wait, did they actually uh, come out and say, like, we shouldn't have done that? No, of course not. No, the world loved that video for some godforsaken reason. Yeah, that was no the such worst thing of all time. Bad publicity. But Kermit everybody the Frog does. Involved. Everybody agrees that Jake Paul and Logan Paul are terrible human beings. Man, I don't even know much about them, and I hate them. Did you? Okay, so this was on. I don't think this actually made it to to Reddit, which is really surprising. Did you hear that this week his home got raided by the FBI? Uh, I think I caught a snippet. It, but. But like I said, I didn't care about him as a person, you know, which sounds bad, but I just really didn't want to give any of my brain space to either of the Paul brothers at that point in time. So I I skipped over that article. Going down that dark, morbid reality of the of the world that we live in right now, they raided his home and collected dozens, if not hundreds of high caliber guns. Do you think he was planning something, or did they think he was planning something? I am also not one to speculate, Scott, so I don't want to speak to it other than they collected a lot of guns, like a Matrix-level amount of weaponry. Maybe he thought he was living in the Matrix, and he just he had to collect all the guns. They snapped. It's all that adrenochrome, all the stuff that the, the celebrities are taking. He could have we, been a... We know you, episode 14. Where did you go? But he could have been a prepper. That's oh, true. A, that's a thing that preppers do. They just believe somebody 
from somewhere is coming to get them at some point in time. And they're going to pry those guns out of their cold, dead hands. So talking about conspiracy theories, because, oh, they're real, Scott. You, you can call them fake. But now, hold real. on, hold on, hold on. We can't talk about them too much because they're going to get this episode pulled down, too. I know. Okay, so we'll keep this one brief. And we've already had fucking recording problems before this whole shit started. Oh my god. Alright, I'll go really fast. On on Unexpected this week, there was a video that said the truth about face masks. Did you, did you see this? I did not, no. Okay, so I saw a video like this on TikTok a couple weeks ago, and it was just kind of like a nothing burger. It just happened, it went away, and I was like, okay, you're an idiot. Did you just say nothing but- burger? Yeah, it's a reference to something, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm on the internet too much, Scott. Okay, it sounds like the worst kind of burger. It is, it is the worst. It's almost as bad as a Whataburger. I really hope somebody from the West is listening to this and is just like, how dare they? Yeah, what other, what other companies can we offend before anybody officially decides to sponsor us? So, it, this, the, the context for this video is that a few weeks back, there's this video that went semi-viral of somebody cutting open a mask and pulling out the metal strip that's in, like, the nose part. Oh, yes, yes, I did see this video. Yes, that was hilarious. So so that original video, they pull it out, and they're trying to say, look at this thing, look at this piece of metal. This is a 5G antenna in your mask. Crazy, I know. But go with me. So this guy, Mm -hmm. it's from r slash unexpected, says the truth about face masks. And he goes and he cuts open the mask. And the first thing he pulls out from the top is that metal strip. And and then he keeps reaching in there. And then the next thing he pulls out, Scott, I I, I don't know if you can believe it, but it's a SIM card. I mean, they got to track you somehow. Yeah, but, but wait, there's more. Then he pulls out a goddamn Raspberry Pi, which is like a mini computer. <laughs> oh, I thought he pulled out a webcam next. But is that what it oh, was? Oh no! Next, next, he pulls out. He pulls out like a shitty, like nineteen nineties webcam. Okay, all right. But there's more stuff in this mask, Scott. I don't know. If you didn't know, there's more shit. He pull. He pulls out a Nokia flip phone from like two thousand two. Do you know what this reminds me of? What? It reminds me of Reddit back in the day when people were finding safes in their houses. Oh, I remember this. And then, like, there was the whole drama about... Holy shit, there's cat food inside this guy's mask. (laughs) Just go watch it, guys. The things he pulls out of this mask is unreal. It'll have you believing in flat earth in no time flat. But anyway, back in the day, you know what the safes, how people, like, waited to get them open. Once they opened them up, they found stuff inside. And then Mm -hmm. it kind of led to people finding other things inside of other products do you remember like i think somebody opened up a nintendo 64 and there was like a hundred dollars in there yes and then they they just kept finding stuff inside of other things it's a weird trend i don't know if you realize this but that whole trend has followed as an internet meme that's not a meme for way too long it's happening on tiktok right now things need to stop happening on tiktok well, I mean, if the U.S. government has anything to say about it, 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 they will. Unless Microsoft gives them a lot of money, and then... Or Twitter. Oh, Twitter wanted to buy it? So Twitter wanted to buy TikTok, except the funny part is they would need to be able to raise enough money to be able to buy themselves. That's how... They're just, like, equal in value. So they're like, would we be able to raise that amount of money? 
it's speculated that TikTok is worth 20 to 30 billion dollars. I mean, in spy data alone, probably. Are there ads on TikTok? No. So how are they how are they having any sort of valuation other than they the users and the data they're mining from them? Human eyeballs. Man. TikTok is valuable because they are worth 20 to 30 billion dollars of our attention span. That's crazy. Just let that sink in for a minute. They're only valuable because they have our attention. Would you would you say that there's a lot of celebrities or at least well-known people from your other, I guess, Twitch and other streaming communities that are on TikTok? Did they make the jump? Yeah. Oh, it, I mean, it's completely mainstream at this point. What about uh, MKBHD? Is he on there? I don't think he... He might be. I haven't discovered him yet. He, I I haven't found the, the technology side of TikTok. It's mainly just... Boobs. You could say it. T and A. It, I mean, it's pretty much video games and boobs that show up now. And not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, no. I have to skip the boob part because everything on there is underage. So oh, you just, shit. Yeah, yeah, push past it, Scott. <laughs> I've never used it. I've never... Uh, I mean, I only watch the links that other people send me but i found out real early that they were uh, a data mining service so i stayed away remember old man over here yelling at icloud mkbhd aka marcus brownlee who is a well-known tech reviewer right is that that's yes. what he's known for this week in asshole design he posted that there was some gaming company chair that photoshopped a picture of him in their chair and he's never seen that chair. He's never used it. So he posted that, hey, they did this. I've never seen this before. I don't even care if this chair is the best chair ever. This is trashy. Don't buy it. Weird. I'm looking at the photo here. I mean, people with Photoshop are good, yeah, but that's, uh, that's a little overreaching, don't you think? This has happened to him more than once over time. This is a photo taken about six or seven years ago from him, too. I remember because I remember watching that he used to do these like desk builds and that was one that he did. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's that's really gross. Now think about it though. What wouldn't think about what was the point of this? Was it to actually get people to think that MKBHD uses our product? You should buy our product, or conspiracy theory? Was it to do negative publicity? Oh, you think that they're doing this? So that he tweets it like WTF internet, look at this, and now all eyes are on that chair. Do you think they could pay him enough to do this type of ad? That's another layer of conspiracy that I was thinking about as you were talking. Do you think they could say, hey, we'll pay you a uh, million dollars if you basically follow this script? He's easily got to be a millionaire right now. Like, what value do you have in jeopardizing your brand? When you're an individual contributor to a channel now he has other people that help him mm -hmm. but when you're an individual on this platform i have to think that putting out something like this is going all in on jeopardizing your credibility especially one built on being so trustworthy in the community i think like the diff the difference would be like saint jude's children's hospital doing something really dumb saying how could somebody do this and then them profiting in the background versus say like hobby lobby sure saying we're a great company and then just doing bullshit in the background like there's a there's a huge difference in terms of 
his brand, I I wouldn't. I, like, there's no amount of money that I would give to jeopardize my brand 100% like that. $100 million. I mean, that's life-changing money. <laughs> After a, a thing like this, See, now you, you're turn, thinking about it. you just turn everything off. Yeah. No, no, no. But, but like, at that moment... If he said nothing after this, I believe you're a conspiracy theory. Okay. And I, I trust that he is truth-telling when he says, they legit stole from me. They're trying to profit off my brand. Don't take them seriously. Please don't get fooled by this. I mean, it's just like, this is a, an example of somebody hacking a brand in, in a different way, in a different context. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's akin to... Uh, trademark theft pretty much oh man uh well i've got what a week guys <laughs> i've got one more but it's got a little bit of a actually I have two more I, I have an addendum to add at the end of the, the podcast but this one has a little bit of a positive twist i'm ready i need something man right. i need it in my life okay pants on or off they're off off it's fine always off naked from the waist down is the only way to do this pod i'm gonna make a shirt the first shirt that we're gonna sell is going to be pants on or off. <laughs> and then it'll just be always off. <laughs> so, this weekend, damn, that's interesting. Bus drivers in Japan went on a strike, obviously for a reason. I didn't see this. They went on strike, but they continued to drive their routes while refusing to take fares from passengers. They kept I love it. Japan on time, but were costing the bus companies gas and lost revenue. That's kind of nice, right? What an incredible way to get your point across. I've never thought about protesting that way before. I think that's a that's a really cool way to do things. I, I want to go back to maybe a previous job that I've had. So way back in the day, working soft sales retail, I used to work at H&M. Soft serve? So let's say I wanted to... Bo- soft serve? Let's say I wanted to work for that. Or I, I don't. Let's say... Hmm. I was working for them. You were working for them. I wanted to protest something. I just said, "Hey, you wanna you wanna buy that?" And they said yes. And then I just said, "You're good. I'll give you a discount because I was I was a leader there." Is that really a protest, or am I just stealing from the company at that point? Did you give it to everybody? Yes, every single person that walked through the door, you gave them a discount. It's my protest. Yep, I'm not discriminating against anybody. Hmm. No, I, I think that was a good silent protest. Did they have the margins built in where they didn't even notice it? They sell they sell sweaters for like twelve dollars. I know, but that, I that think sweater cost fifteen cents to make. Just yeah, just fifteen cents in human life. <laughs> we don't have any official evidence that H and M uses sweatshops, but Willie might have some evidence. I don't know, guys. Uh, why don't you guys go down the rabbit hole and figure it out for yourselves? All right, let's end this show on a follow-up to last week. Remember how I said uh, last week there was, there was a meme with the four panels and the two girls and the two guys? So I know we've talked about memes uh, a couple weeks now. It looks like there is a small contingent of people who are trying to fight back against these trendy memes and their pervasiveness all over the Reddits. This week in Dank Memes, somebody posted something that said, just, I know. And it got an OC Maymay award. Do you recall the Batman and Robin cartoon where Batman appears to be slapping Robin across the face? Yes, I am familiar with that reference. Okay, we'll post this picture so everybody can see it. 
is slapping all four of those people, the two girls and the two guys, while saying, shut the fuck up. That That's one of those rare moments, guys. It's a, it's a really good case study in the potential of Reddit that you can go from something where it's like, do you know what this is? To all of a sudden, yes, I know what this is, and I'm sick of seeing it every fucking post. This is what it what it's like when meme worlds collide. So that one's probably dead now. I haven't seen anything come up this week. So tune in next time when we can talk about this week on Reddit. On there's a sub for damn it. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us online, where can you follow us, Scott? You can follow us on our Instagram, sub for that. You can follow us on our Twitter, sub for that. You can email us at subforthatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter individually. That's Scott Corolla and WildMN293. Or you can find me over at twitch.tv slash that's wildman. <laughs>